0: Welcome to Classics Out Loud. The Blue Castle by L.M. Montgomery. Chapter 16 Valancy had walked out to Roaring Abel's house on the Mistawis Road under a sky of purple and amber, with a clear exhilaration and expectancy in her heart. Back there, behind her, her mother and cousin Stiggles were crying, over themselves, not over her. But here the wind was in her face, soft, dew-wet, cool, blowing along the grassy roads. Oh, she loved the wind. The robins were whistling sleepily in the firs along the way, and the moist air was fragrant with the tang of balsam. Big cars went purring past in the violet dusk. The stream of summer tourists to Muskoka had already begun, but Valancy did not envy any of their occupants. Muskoka cottages might be charming, but beyond in the sunset skies, among the spires of the firs, her blue castle towered, she brushed the old years and habits and inhibitions away from her like dead leaves. She would not be littered with them. Roaring Abel's rambling, tumbled-down old house was situated about three miles from the village, on the very edge of up back, as the sparsely settled, hilly, woody country around Starways had been called vernacularly. It did not, and it must be confessed, look much like a blue castle. It had once been a snug place enough in the days when Abel Gay had been young and prosperous, and the punning arch sign over the gate. A. Gay, Carpenter, had been fine and freshly painted. Now it was a faded, dreary old place, with a leprous, patched roof and shutters hanging askew. Abel never seemed to do any carpenter jobs around his own house. It had a listless air, as if tired of life. There was a dwindling grove of ragged, crone-like old spruces behind it. The garden, which Sissy used to keep neat and pretty, had run wild. On two sides of the house were fields of nothing but Malines. Behind the house was a long stretch of useless barrens, full of scrub pines and spruces, with here and there a blossoming bit of wild cherry running back to a belt of timber on the shores of Lake Mustawas two miles away. A rough, rocky, boulder-strewn lane ran through it to the woods, a lane white with pestiferous, beautiful daisies. Roaring Abel met Valancy at the door. So you've come, he said incredulously. I never supposed that ruck of sterlings would let you. Valancy showed all her pointed teeth in a grin. They couldn't stop me. I didn't think you'd so much spunk, said roaring Abel admiringly. And look at the nice ankles of her, he added as he stepped aside to let her in. If Cousin Stickles had heard this, she would have been certain that Valancy's doom, earthly and unearthly, was sealed. But Abel's superannuated gallantry did not worry Valancy. Besides, this was the first compliment she had ever received in her life, and she found herself liking it. She sometimes suspected she had nice ankles, but nobody ever mentioned it before. In the Sterling clan, Angles were among the unmentionables. Roaring Abel took her into the kitchen, where Cissy Gay was lying on the sofa, breathing quickly, with little scarlet spots on her hollow cheeks. Balancy had not seen Cecilia Gay for years. Then, she had been such a pretty creature, a slight, blossom-like girl, with soft, golden hair, clear-cut, almost waxen features, and large, beautiful blue eyes. She was shocked at the change in her. Could this be sweet, Sissy, this pitiful little thing that looked like a tired, broken flower? She had wept all the beauty out of her eyes. They looked too big, enormous in her wasted face. The last time Valancy had seen Cecilia Gay, those faded, piteous eyes had been limpid, shadowy blue pools aglow with mirth. The contrast was so terrible that Valancy's own eyes filled with tears. She knelt down by Sissy and put her arms about her. Sissy, dear, I've come to look after you. I'll stay with you till... Till as long as you want me. Oh, Sissy put her arms about Valency's neck. Oh, will you? It's been so lonely. I can wait on myself, but it's been so lonely. It would just be like heaven to have someone here, like you. You were always so sweet to me long ago. Valency held Sissy close. She was suddenly happy. Here was someone who needed her, someone she could help. She was no longer a superfluity. Old things had passed away everything became new. Most things are predestinated, but some are just darn sheer luck, said Roaring Abel, complacently smoking his pipe in the corner.